You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Steve McSwain with Archa Travel, the 2021 Chair of the Board for the Plano Chamber. I'm excited to introduce you to today's guest. Dylan Rafferty is a navigator, influencer, and disability rights activist committed to serving all people with disabilities, including disabled veterans, within the cross-disability community across the U.S. Dylan started Dylan Listed in 2012, a transition support services provider, and works for See Here, Inc. as the head of accessibility, strategy, and partnerships. Dylan's book, Occupy Special Education, Children Should Be Seen and Heard, encourages students with disabilities to speak up about their educational needs. But Dylan's commitment to the community is what's really special. His community involvement includes serving as vice chair of the Texas Governor's Committee for People with Disabilities, director of the U.S. International Council on Disabilities, and founder, president, and chairman of the North Texas Disability Chamber. In 2020, Dylan was inducted into the Susan M. Daniels Disability Mentoring Hall of Fame, named Otakon's Focus on People Advocacy Award winner, and recently recognized as the Dallas Business Journal's 2021 Leaders in Diversity Awards honoree. And I'm really excited to share that Dylan will be recognized in just a few days at this year's Best of Plano with our 2021 Rising Star Award. Dylan, thank you so much for joining us on Plano Pulse. It's my pleasure. Wow, Dylan, welcome. And that was a quite an introduction. You're obviously a very busy guy. So um, could you tell us our story within uh, the business community, startup community, nonprofits and government sectors, please? Yeah, absolutely. So it started back in uh, November of 2012 when I founded Dylan Listed. And it was basically an idea that I approached to a group of parents about having the disability employment opportunities uh, across the United States. And that's when I started in the startup community. My father always told me, Dylan, start reaching out to your network. Try to build a network in the startup space. And that's when I started meeting with uh, startup entrepreneurs and investors. And I wanted to pitch this idea and it was in a groove and blossomed from there. But then I realized I was just 21, 22 at the time. And I realized I needed to do more by just learning and understanding the landscape that I was getting myself into. And by doing that, I learned about the policies. I learned from the federal regulation. I learned about the state regulation. I learned about you know, the funding aspects, I learned about, you know, just the little things that affects our community. But at the same time, I also knew that there was a lot of uh, equity gaps that were missing. And that led to wanting to get involved in governments. And that's when I reached out to the governor's office to want to serve on the governor's committee on people with disabilities. And that's how I got appointed on September of 2015 which by the way, I couldn't join the chamber until I was age 25, which I did August of 2015. So that's how I joined the chamber when I was 25. And that's how I got learned more involved in getting involved in the local community. 
And then that's how I got, I already was involved in the nonprofit sector through my possibilities uh, when I was in high school. And so that's when my possibilities was founded. And so I had a personal connection to disabilities and being a person with disability, being deaf and hard of hearing, as well as uh, spinal back and neck fusion, I had a deep passion uh, to serve my community in those sectors. So reality is it started with an idea involved in the startup sector, learning about investments, learning about regulation, and then learning about policies. And I noticed there were some gaps and I knew that I had to be a better representative in serving those sectors. So that's how, that's sort of my story. Well, Dylan, you clearly wear a lot of hats, um, and, and especially that as a disability rights activist. Can you talk a little bit more in depth about how you got into activism and share some of your recent work? I have to give credit to the governor's office and the governor's committee on people with disabilities. I literally had no idea uh, that a committee of that size and that caliber exists. We cover 10 different issue areas from housing to emergency management or preparedness, to recreation, to education, to veterans, to various landscapes. And we're focusing on policies to prepare per legislative cycle. And with that uh, comes with understanding of how to work with different agencies at, uh, from HHSC to Texas Council on Developmental Disabilities to uh, Texas Education Agency and, and many others. And so the idea was understanding policies and how it affects our state and our communities. And the first two years was networking. And I realized our community doesn't know that we exist. And so my goal was to build relationships and I'm a power networker. So that's what I did. I went out and, and, and did the groundwork and traveled all over across the Texas. I did it on my own, but I did it because it was beneficial to everyone. But that's how my activism grew. I became more aware, uh, self-aware, but also became more aware of all the different gaps. And that's how I became involved. And so my engagement was uh, sports. I knew I'm a passionate sports fanatic. So I got involved in um, providing education to sports professional teams. Like recently, I educated the Dallas Mavericks ERG groups on disability awareness uh, recently on October, which is National Disability Employment Awareness Month. I also educated the FC Dallas uh, team, including the president of the Dallas uh, team, which is uh, uh, Dan Hunt of uh, the Hunt Sports Group. I've also done that as well. I've also partaked the Clear Mask Initiative with my good friend uh, and deaf advocate, uh, MFA Redcon of San Antonio, who uh, were we advocated for clear mask. And what we did was we worked with the medical community and worked with manufacturers to make sure we produce mask produce clear mask. And one of the things I did was I purchased uh, 25 clear mask and donated it to the Plano ISD Education Foundation to donate to the uh, Plano Regional Deaf Program uh, at Plano ISD. And also partake the Accessible Playground Initiative through research and working with different local leaders. So that's just some of the initiatives that I've partaked in uh, working with different community leaders. Wow, Dylan, that's, um, <laughs> this is very impressive, uh, all of your involvement. We know you've done a lot throughout Plano. Um, and what about Collin County and the, and the rest of the state of Texas? Um, what, what are your goals for that? In 2011, 2012, 
I had a framework or, and again, this is coming from a 21 year old who um, was too mature for my age and I'm still too mature for my age. I'm 31 right now. And I had a 50 year vision or 50 year goal. And uh, people think I was crazy then and I'm still crazy now. But at the same time, it, it was a 50 year goal and a vision of, for my community that I wanted to represent. So one of the things that I'm working on and pushing for within the city of Plano and with my uh, late uh, ad, uh, disability rights activist, uh, Kate Garrison, who passed away, unfortunately, in August, uh, part, uh, partake with me, which was the Disability Access Advisory Board, is something that we wanted to work with the city to provide representation in our local governments. Partake with that. Um, upcoming in January, February, the city of Plano is providing the citizens the opportunity through listening rounds. And I think this is a great opportunity for the community to provide feedback if they wish to provide uh, access to uh, things and concerns that might be addressed to our citizens. And if they care about disabilities, this is a great opportunity to address those concerns with the city. And that's one of those. Another thing is the Frisco Inclusion Committee. I've worked with them and I'm continuously to work with them in the Frisco community in regards to provide more access from disability perspective. I'm also working with the Rotary to provide more access and equity to seniors, as well as to persons with disabilities in Rotary, as well as uh, partaking in, in, and serving through their meal drive-through campaign with the local dis the school district. In addition to that, I'm also working with different local cities, including the city of Austin through their public safety campaign awareness efforts. I've also worked with this county, Rockwall County efforts to produce um, efforts to uh, smaller communities like Saxe, uh, city of Saxe, as well as um, just providing more access and awareness and education to, to their local governments to make sure that they're providing more representation to uh, disability matters and how they can better serve those communities. And I know that the city of Dallas is adding a new commission on disabilities which is important. And just so you know, the governor's committee's goal is to provide more representation to our local uh, governments. And I think it's important that a Plano that I love, the city that I grew up in and, and live and work and play here, I think is important to have a disability access advisory board. So that's one thing I'm working on. Well, Dylan, I'm not sure if, uh, if I'm more impressed with the time that you have to do all these things or or um, the actual items that, that you're accomplishing, but I think it's fantastic. What drives you to be so involved? And, you know, what do you think's the one most impactful project that you've worked on? Uh, good question. Um, so, you know, what drives? Uh, recently, um, I made a post regarding about, you know, what, what drives me. It's really the passion. Um, you know, finding what you love. And I remember growing up, you know, the, the people that had a influence on my life, and those are our teachers uh, and, uh, and coaches and, and people that I've uh, had uh, a small impact in my life. Uh, and it's really telling me that follow what your passion and, you know, and my parents always said, do what you love and don't let anybody stop you from doing that. And for me, it's really um, the passion, but also, also the people. It's the people I get to meet. It's the people that I get to work with every single day. And it's the people that I get uh, on calls on a daily basis. Whereas, you know, 10 years ago, nearly, it was probably one, one a call a month or so. 
Whereas now I'm getting a call probably every 10, 20 minutes, and I'm getting about 100 emails a week from people asking for resources just because I'm well connected with a wealth of resources and everything else, which is great. But again, I wish there were other people like me that had that same access to those information. But I, I think it's the passion of the people. And then really, I'm grateful for the people of Plano and the community that I live in, because we're fortunate to have access to amenities and services that are within close proximity, but whereas other communities don't have that same luxury. And that to me, um, I'm fortunate and I'm blessed for, the, for those reasons. And then for the most impactful project, well, there's, there's so many impactful projects, but right now there's a project that I'm still working on. And I'm proud to say that I'm working with the Dallas International Film Festival on uh, a new disability strand, which we're gonna hope to launch next April, May uh, to host a series of films from across, uh, from across the world, which I got to see a lot of the disability films, whether actors or producers with disabilities, and it's an opportunity to showcase and quality uh, films that feature disability artists and, and so forth. And um, stay tuned for that. Well, very exciting, Dylan. It's uh, it's great to learn about uh, the work you're doing. Um, as Kelly mentioned earlier in the program, that um, you've been announced as our 2021 Rising Star Award winner for the Best of Plano. How does it feel to be recognized with this honor? Thank you. Um, you know, I, I, I hate... Uh, uh, I don't seek awards, I, 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 uh, but I, I, you know, I, this is a very complicated subject because a lot of people, uh, when they see awards, they see it as uh, a bragging rights, but I don't, uh, you know, awards provide credibility uh, for a lot of different reasons, but I look at it as, as I'm pushing the mission across. And as long as we're providing awareness for the things that I'm trying to push forward, but reality is I'm also recognizing the people that have provide that pavement uh, or push that uh, pathway forward. And there's so many people that I have to recognize that provide that pay, uh, that push that forward. And, um, you know, it's an honor and, and it's, it's a privilege to be recognized in my own city. As, as uh, Kelly mentioned earlier, a lot of the recognition has been elsewhere. And uh, to be in a city that, and to be recognized by the chamber uh, that I've been involved in since uh, 2015, it's just, it's an honor, it's a privilege, and I'm, I'm thankful for the city that I love, and I will continue to promote everything that Plano has to offer. We'll be right back after a short break to learn more about Dylan's work with the North Texas Disability Chamber and how you can be an ally. Stay tuned for more Plano Pulse featuring Dylan Rafferty. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining the Plano Folds podcast today. Please be patient with us, and you may hear a few imperfections as we record virtually. We look forward to getting back to recording in person soon. Enjoy. Well, welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're joined today by disability rights activist Dylan Rafferty. Thanks again for being here, Dylan. Thank you. So, Dylan, you and I had a meeting not too long ago where we got to sit down and talk about one of your latest endeavors, the North Texas Disability Chamber. Tell our listeners a little bit more about this new organization, your mission, and kind of what you're, what you're looking to accomplish. Well, absolutely. So the North Texas Disability Chamber shall promote a more cohesive, transparent, informed, regional, member-based, cross-disability community via events and education 
hosted at accessible locations across North Texas. That's what our, our goals are for the North Texas Disability Chamber. We are the fifth cross-disability chamber across the United States and the fourth in Texas, along with Houston, South Texas, uh, Austin. Uh, so it's very, very privileged that we're we we're, we mean business in Texas. Let's just say that. Um, but our guiding uh, pillars are community building, community education, and interactive engagement with people with disabilities and people without disabilities. And so one of the things that we're going to be launching next fall is uh, why I, I like the Leadership Plano so much is that I'm learning about leadership programs. We're going to be launching a leadership program for North Texas Disability Chamber next fall. So. Stay tuned. Well, um, along those lines, uh, uh, one of the you mentioned the leadership and mentorship programs. Um, can you give us an overview of what those might look like and what we have, what we can expect in the future? Yeah, one of the things that we want to launch with the mentorship program is we're trying to work with a mentorship U. Uh, yeah, Mentor USA, which is based in Boston, uh, Massachusetts. And one of the things that we're going to work on is developing mentorship with corporate companies in the North Texas region. So the idea is to pro provide uh, mentorship for our youth to, and place them with mentors uh, from companies and provide them uh, access to understanding what, what are the expectations at these employer sites, also providing skills and, and, and training, as well as just giving them guidance uh, in their pathway as they transition to careers. Another opportunity with this leadership program is really to give them the understanding of areas of concern and how to better represent our disability community, whether you're a civil service leader, an elected leader, or someone who is a person with disability, how to um, fill those equity gaps and be a leader and, and better represent our disability community. So we're still formulating the, what that landscape will look like, and we are fortunate to have executive and advisory board members from Plano who are, are spearheading those efforts with me. And I know on behalf of the chamber, Dylan, we're really excited to see, you know, what you accomplished through that and how we can be supportive as well. And it sounds like you have so many things, um, you know, exciting things coming and how can, how can business owners and business executives, um, you know, the community, the business community at large get involved with that? So one of the things is I, I'm meeting one-on-one -on -one with everyone. Um, so it does take a lot of time, but it is worthy of that. So if right now, as we speak, I'm meeting with various, various nonprofits and various businesses that are looking to provide educational opportunities. So next year, my goal is to produce events that provide of educational value. So if you have, uh, whether you're a business that provides financial literacy, or if you're a business that provides um, mental health resources, or if you're a business that provides just general um, uh, soft skills development, uh, or you, if you have a background in whatever it means to work in the uh, IT sector, that is something that we want to provide educational value to our business, our community, because I think that's important. Additionally, is um, for businesses that want to grow their business, whether you're disability-owned businesses, that's something that we want to uh, provide, whether it's grants or, um, you know, how to grow their business and those kind of things. Those are little things that we want to 
help educate. So producing educational opportunities through events all across North Texas. So if you're a business owner or a nonprofit, reach out to me. Great insight, Dylan. We've we've uh, been t- hitting it hard on some very serious uh, topics um, during the podcast. Um, how about something a little bit lighter? And that is, what do you like to do on your free time? You mentioned sports, specifically, what sports are you interested in? Anything else um, that you like to you enjoy doing as a hobby? Well, you know, um, coming up on uh, January third, um, it will be my five year anniversary since I was given the opportunity to be an honorary Mavs maniac. <laughs> which was uh, one of those big uh, guys that danced uh, for the Mavs, uh, Dallas Mavericks. And if you look up on NBC, Texas Connect Us, they did a video segment and uh, I was named as Rap Daddy. And so uh, that was my nickname. Um, but anyway, so it's, um, yes, I'm a big Mavs fan. I like to dance a lot. Um, so I like to uh, get crazy. Um, but at the same time, I'm... Uh, I love to give back to the community, whether attending galas, um, going out to the community, uh, helping at Rotary with the meal drive-throughs, serving on many committees and boards. There's too many to list. I can list it all, but it's just too many. But I I love to volunteer. And if I don't do something, I'm I'm wasting time. Um, So I got to do something. I got to keep myself busy. And so, but I also love spending time with family and friends and uh, cooking. I love to cook. And uh, what else? I guess that's it. You mentioned, uh, just to touch on something um, about the, the program and the, and the mentorship about disabled uh, uh, businesses or business owners. What about businesses that are interested in and wanting to employ disabled workers? Yeah. So uh, that's a good uh, question. So in that sense, sense that there, you know, I, as a business owner myself, um, one of the things that we're working on is we're working with uh, a career site provider of a that provides career opportunities. So, you know, as a small business owner, um, Dylan Listed provides transition services and employment opportunities. So, but as a nonprofit, what we're trying to focus on is education. But we're also partnering with a career site provider that actually provides career opportunities. So. Uh, if a business wants to employ people with disabilities, it's really understanding what type of skill set you're looking for and, and letting me know what that description is. So everybody has a different skill set um, they're looking for. There may be a, a specific job that they're looking for, but again, a different skill set they're looking for. But I think reality is let us have them contact us if you have a specific skill set that you're looking for, or if you're just looking for someone to fill a position, we might be happy to, uh, we'll be happy to share any resources for them. Well, Dylan, I've seen those moves in the Maverick, in the Mavs games videos, and you definitely, uh, you definitely are a Mavs maniac. So that was fun. And I was, I also remember your costume at Ski Plano when it was 80s night. So I know you do enjoy getting out there in the community and having fun, and it's always fun to see. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, that's all the time we have for today, Dylan. I'm sure we could sit here and talk all day, but thank you again for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to join us. We're excited to be celebrating with you this year as the rising star for the Best of Plano Awards, and I'm anxious to see what you do next with so many important organizations you support. Thank you. 
Yes, great job, Dylan. It's, it was very uh, insightful. And if, if you out there, listeners, are interested in sponsoring this program in the future, please contact the Chamber directly, and they'd be happy to give you more information. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, rate, review, and subscribe, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday. Thank you.